Perspective. And welcome to the Table of Perspective, where we take a deeper look into how the internal narrative of an individual determines the response to life itself and all it entails. Today, I am very delighted to have a lovely guest on our show. She used to do a podcast before on the wonderful focus of football. Uh, we will introduce her right after the first song, so do enjoy. Delighted 
to see the one and only, well, I am only the one who gets the privilege to see her, but you can hear her. Uh, her name is Kumbo, and uh, she will not allow me to expose the rest of her name, but her name is Kumbalani Mtonga. And um, she's a lovely lady, a wonderful friend, and uh, I have the honor of having her on the show today. So please introduce yourself. Um, hello, I am Kumbo. Thank you, Bila, for having me. I've been asking her. When will you put me on? Because I listen to her podcast every single time. It's it deep, man. Up, so thank you for having me. Yeah. It is wonderful to have you. What was my last podcast from last week? Eh? Uh, that one I did not listen <laughs> to. Oh, no. Exposed. I, I, I shall listen to it today and then I'll get back to you. Oh, that's very kind of you. Mm. Thank you so much, Kumbo. Um, so, yes, I have the honor of picking Kumbo's brain. She is someone I do not understand. And that is why I am very excited to have her here. Uh, and the reason why, and this is basically the premise of, of this whole show, is that I'm able to just uh, get a viewpoint into how you see the world and what decision-making your decision-making rather comes out of the way you see things. So, um, specifically, I'm excited to ask you about football because it is something you have a passion for like no one else I have ever uh, encountered. So, I guess I could start with uh, your favorite team. Okay, I support FC Barcelona, Football Club Barcelona. Um, and then in the Premier League, I support Man City. But overall, like the entire Europe and the entire world, I support FC Barcelona. And why is that? Okay, so I've been supporting Barcelona since I was like, I think since I could talk. Wow. Because my dad used to be a Barcelona fan and then he, he moved to Manchester United and then I was the only one that stayed a Barcelona fan. But yeah, for as long as I can remember, Barcelona was in my heart since. So Since just, the beginning? Yeah, since. And... Who is your favorite player? Lionel Messi. And why is that? Okay, because he's the greatest player ever. Why is that? Explain it as though I didn't know anything about who he was. Okay, I don't know who you like, what kind of musician you listen to, or uh, tennis, or is it basketball? Because they have Michael Jordan, they have um, LeBron James. In football, we have Messi. I, see. I don't know anyone else besides Messi because when you watch him, you fall in love with football. So if, if I can recommend for you to fall in love with football, I can just send you the World Cup, the past World Cup that just happened, and then you'll watch, and then you'll see why Messi is Messi. So, yeah. So is it according to his skill? Is it the, the way that he plays? The um, way that he, he plays? The uh, by the way, I'm acting completely ignorant. So that I can get the answer. Okay. <laughs> he is a playmaker. He is a midfielder. He's an attacker. He's a striker. He's the, you know, full, he's a, package. Yeah, he's the full package. He's, he, he, you can't box Messi. He's the one that creates every single thing that happens on the field. Wow. So, because he's, um, he's associated with Barcelona. That's mm -hmm. how I'm associated with him. So he was in Barcelona for since La Messia. Um, the the academy, and then he moved up to the first team, and then until until, and then we went through that part where we couldn't renew him because of our economic structure that is happening that side, and then he had to leave. But if you know Barcelona, you know Messi. Messi and Barcelona are going hand to hand, so that's why Messi. Wow, 
Yeah. And when he went to PSG, was yeah, your heart broken? Yo, Pila. <laughs> I think my heartbreak came from there. If anyone asks me what my heartbreak was, was when um, we got that statement, that statement on um, on Twitter that said that Messi is not going to renew or his contract has run out because we can't renew him because of the economic structure and all the wage bill and all so forth, so forth. And he even took a 50% pay cut, but it wasn't enough for us to renew him because of our economic structure. And then, yo, that was the first heartbreak. Like, no one else has broken my heart. Like, that statement that broke my heart. Like, I fell down and I just, like, yeah. I, I did not watch him when he was at PSG. Wow. Yeah, you, I cannot see him in another jersey. But now I... I watch him at Inter Miami and he's very happy. So, yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, so, do you have a hated player? No, I don't hate any player. I just... Despise. I don't do despise. Dislike. Despise and hate is the same thing. I don't dislike any player. It's just that I, I, I cannot uh, understand why people choose Ronaldo. I oh, actually wow. can't. Like, it does not make sense. Like, there is Messi. Messi is literally there. And then you tell me that... Ronaldo is better. And then I ask you why. And then you tell me these other stuff. And then I'll tell you, Messi has got more Ballandos. Then you tell me Ronaldo has got more goals, but Messi has got more contributions. You add assists and goals together. Messi has more. And yeah. he's played way less games. I so, see. yeah. He's just the I just don't, I don't dislike him. I just don't understand why people would choose him over Messi. I see. So, yeah. So are you trying to create a one-world religion whereby everyone loves Messi? Yeah, it would. Yeah, if <laughs> you, I know your football knowledge. If you, if I just ask Messi or Ronaldo, you tell me Ronaldo, then I know that you don't know football. Oh wow! What yeah. a strong statement. Yeah. And what if you like someone by the name of Sergio Ramos? Sergio Ramos is a defender, yes. so I don't like Ramos. Ramos wow. was rough when. If you watch El Clasico back in the days, yeah, no. Mm-mm. I don't yes. like I don't like Real Madrid players. Okay, I'm gonna say I don't like Real Madrid players. So the only reason why I ever watched soccer because I wa- I followed Sergio Ramos. Every time he moved teams, I why? Would, <laughs> why? I was told that I played like him when I was in high school. Oh, okay. So that makes I was just sense. like, okay, I probably need to watch this guy if he's doing something right. That makes sense because there's a lot of better defenders than him. There's, really? These um, I'm trying to remember because my brain is blank now there's Pique, there was um Poyo and there was yeah there was a lot there's a lot of defenders that you can choose from there's Van Dijk there's um who are the new defenders now there's Araujo there's um Kunde I'm just naming Barcelona players so I'm being (laughs) selfish right now it's fine um I have a question Mm -hmm. there was a period of time where you were taken by Mbappe is that period of time N- still? No, I was never. Are you I sure? actually was never. I don't get the hype. I was never a Mbappe person that goes Mbappe, Mbappe. I'm yeah. telling you, I don't. You know, when you see a player and then you're like, okay, the Mbappe plays like Ronaldo back in the days when, yeah. So I don't see the hype there. It's just because he's got pace and then he's like um, instinct. Instinct, you shoot. And then, okay, he scores. Like now, football isn't like football the way it was now if really? you score it's like yeah hey, he's the best player in the world you do one thing you once in a while oh yo he's he's clinical he's what uh, yeah i don't get the hype so you you like the prolonged uh skill of yes. a player yes 
Yeah. So if they've been achieving certain mm-hmm. things over time. I would understand if you said Neymar because I used to speak about Neymar that, a lot. You know what? I might have been wrong. I might have actually... It, it was Neymar. It was Neymar. It was Neymar. And what was so fascinating about the way that Neymar played? Neymar is like uh, Ronaldinho when Ronaldinho was like at Barca. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And then we caught Neymar. Yo, wait, I lied when I said my first heartbreak was Messi. My first heartbreak was Neymar when he chose PSG. He chose money. <laughs> he chose money over us. Yo, 2017, my heart was so, so, yo. And then they said record, world record fee for Neymar to PSG from Barcelona. Him, yeah. Like, he was going to be a club legend. Like, he was, like I, his career went from Barcelona mm. to PSG. It went downhill. Why is that? They say from, uh, there's this quote from Gary Lent. Is it Len Lenka or something? He said something that says from Barca or, or uh, Real Madrid is downhill for your mm. career. There's no, there's nothing better than Barca and Real Madrid. And he left Barcelona for PSG. And then now where is he? He's in Saudi Arabia with Ronaldo. What's the problem with being in Saudi Arabia with Ronaldo? You're going there for money. You don't go there oh. for ambition. You don't I want see. Champions League, Ballon d'Or, you know. All of that. So there's a culture around yeah. the soccer players. Yeah. Um, with all of your extensive extensive knowledge of uh, football, mm. um, have you ever played soccer? Nope. Not once in my life. Do you know how to tap a ball? Nope. None whatsoever. Has it ever interested you? No, I don't want. I don't want to learn. I don't want. No, none. Mm-mm. May I ask why? I don't know. You know how I fell in love with football? How? Growing up. I used to watch with my dad, mm-hmm. and then it wasn't like passion. I only used to watch Barcelona games, you know, and the Champions League. And the last time I won our Champions League was 2015. And then from there, I stopped watching because then there was nothing more. Mm. Then 2019, I think it was 2018, the World Cup, the one in, um, in Russia. Then I was like, and then Messi went out. <laughs> Guys, my heart was so so. <laughs> Went out through France and I was like, okay, let me get back into this. And then from there, I got the passion that, okay, this is actually my thing. And then I just, from just watching, then it helped me through um, whatever I was going through, whether it was depression, anxiety, but you already get anxiety from watching <laughs> so much. But <laughs> from that depression, and then when you think it's something that you look forward to, you're like, okay, Barcelona might win the Champions League this year. And then if it doesn't happen, you still say next year. I'm looking. It's something that you look forward really? to. Yeah. So yeah. That's interesting. Mm. That is a very. I did not expect that side yeah, of it. From a lot of people, it's a sense of you looking forward to something when there is nothing. Yeah. It gives you a hope to live for something. Oh. Then oh. when you watch, you get. I don't know this adrenaline. There is yeah. something that just happens when you're watching football, not just only for your club, but for the entire the leagues, all the leagues. If Barcelona mm. decided to continue, well, not to continue, to, to start failing for the next four years and they didn't score, they didn't make it to Champions League, nothing, nothing, would you continue? We've been failing since 2019. Do you know what's great about that? Yeah. I know some people who support Arsenal. Mm. Okay. And um, Arsenal is not <laughs> always doing the thing. Yeah, they haven't won the, the league, I think, since t- 2004 or something. That's deep. Um, what? Are, why? Why are you guys committed to a sinking ship? It's like a, it's 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 a relationship. I really? think yeah. It's it's just. I think it's a relationship. It's like your own relationship with this club. 
you've given them your whole heart and you're gonna it's through death do us part till i die i'm a barcelona fan till i die yeah and what if your kids don't like barcelona they have no choice they have no choice like i will start them till they're small say my friend you're only going to support this club till you, till you die this is the only club you'll know really yeah they might change their mind during the when time goes by, because some kids are migrating to Manchester City because they're winning the, the leagues now and they're winning the games. But Barcelona used to be like that. Mm. We used to win games. We used to win the Champions League. We used to be like prime Barca. Like everyone say, you are, you are playing like prime Barcelona. That was prime Barcelona. Yeah. Now we are going through our own trials now. You have to Keeping stick with problems. us. Because now when you win, it it means more. Mm. It's like when Arsenal were, were winning last year, there was... a uh, chance that they were going to win the Premier League for the first time since 2004, you know, you stuck with them and then you're like, yes. And then this is their first season in the Champions League since 2016. You yeah. see, you stuck, you know, with I stuck with this club since. So yeah. it's a sense of loyalty to this club and you're like, yes, I stuck with them through and through. Are soccer players more loyal than most no. people? <laughs> no, soccer players are only loyal to, to the money and to the contract. It's one thing that we, we we debate about on Twitter. Fans are more loyal to the club than the, the, the football players. So naturally, we prefer academy players because they know the struggle. Because you yeah. come through from the academy, you know the club through and through. You are like from the club. Mm. But then when if you're buying someone from a different club their loyalty is towards the money. Yeah. So like now Barcelona is going through an economic crisis. So each player we sign, we know they're signing for the club, not for the money, because we cannot offer you big contracts, 12 million a year. We can't offer you that, but you come into the club to for for the history that we have and for yeah. what we are yet to to achieve. I see. So, yeah. I have a question. Mm-hmm. You keep using this word, we. Mm-hmm. I have seen soccer or football fanatics mm-hmm. uh, associate themselves with this club, referring to them as us, yeah. or we, or our. Yeah. Why is that? I told you, it's a relationship. It's but a, these it's people a, do not know nothing yeah, the about cl- you. Yeah, the people don't know me, the club. I am... What's this word? I am connected through Barcelona, through my whole heart. Like, I know that whenever I make it in life, the one thing I want to do, it's on my... Pinterest wishboard. I am going to the camp now. When we get the, when the uh, the stadium completes, and then I will see the camp now, full force, and I will sing. This is my club. Yeah, but they are a group of adult men playing mm. soccer to provide for their families. <laughs> yeah, and somehow you are having a relationship with. The club, it is the club. With it the is club. not the players. The players come and go. The club still stays the same. Barcelona and Real Madrid are the only clubs in the entire world that are fan-owned, not owned by anyone. They don't oh, really? have an owner. Yeah, it's not like Arsenal, Manchester City, Manchester United, they've got owners. Barcelona is owned by the fans. Really? And yeah. how does that work? I don't... I think it's owned, like, by the the the... You see, Barcelona is in like, um, where is this? Guys, how do I explain? I know my club. <laughs> we are finding loopholes in the commitment. Um, uh, it's, it's, we've got like, uh, is it socios? Okay. Yeah, so Barcelona comes from a long list of owned. It's built from the people around Barcelona. Mm. Built together, it grows and grows. Socios are part of the club. So every single decision that is made, through the president or 
the people that are in the club, mm. you have to contact the socios. The socios are the fans of the club mm -hmm. that have been supporting the club since it was made to what it is now. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's very uh, intriguing that that actually exists. And have you seen that clubs like that succeed more in, in comparison to those owned by, is it uh, investors or how does it work? Mm, I, I actually don't know because with Barcelona, we are all, now we would want someone to buy us out of our very big debt. Oh. But <laughs> what is this debt, by the way? Uh, it's from our old president that did some fraudulent stuff. You see, it also aligns with the president also. He mm. did some dodgy dealings. He bought players that, you know, when the books don't Simple. match up, you see, yeah. they don't, they don't, that's what he did. And now the club has got a very big debt that we need to sort out. Like now we can't even register some players through how that. Do you, how do you fix debt like that as a club? Um, investment. Like we have to sell some parts of the media, but we cannot sell the club as a whole because yeah. we are owned by the fans so you sell some parts because barcelona is a brand on its own so it's very expensive yeah mm. worth like i think three point something billion or five wow. point something billion so i think we are like the we used to be like the first like our value was like number one i think now we're number three because of that very big debt but yeah sure the brand on its own is very expensive because it comes from a hundred years of work we make stars we made Messi. Messi is Messi because of us. Wow. Yeah. Because of us. Yeah, because wow. of us. Yeah. Congratulations. Kumbo. Thank you very much. So I know. proud of your efforts, man. <laughs> um, we're going to go straight into the second song and then we're going to wrap things up. But so far, very intriguing conversation. Um, it's really lovely actually to hear your voice on this. Um, so we can go into the song and, and then we wrap up. You saw me when I couldn't see Any way to make it through Thought that I had ruined things Cause nothing's too broken for you Jesus, you're the only one Who knows right where I am I've never fallen far enough to fall
things up i a little birdie told me that uh, kumbo also loves someone by the name of taylor swift and <laughs> it is very interesting because the funny thing is i find that adult men with beards and big men jobs and like proper like alpha male energy love taylor swift as well i don't understand what the deal is with that but usually it's like the most roughest gruffest guys are like taylor swift has their heart and they're singing bad blood in the evening times i don't know i don't get it um taylor swift is is she's one of those things man that my brain doesn't comprehend why is it and and what okay maybe what's your favorite song by her i have a lot actually top five you cannot okay currently what i'm listening to yes is daylight daylight um, and from which album is that it's from lover lover uh-huh. okay and then it's invisible string which is from folklore all right and then all too well is my favorite favorite taylor swift song so and yeah that's the 10 minute version because it's very long and it's very nice 10 minute version song yeah what 10 minute uh, version that love... just sounds like a too much for yeah a song. and then cruel summer then it's August, and then it's Ivy. I found, yo, there's so many. Taylor Swift has got over 200 and something songs, so it's, there's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But currently I'm listening to Folklore, the album, and Evermore. And how did this appreciation come about? Mm, going back, growing up. So we used to have. Growing like, up? Yeah. Wow, it's a long we used time coming in. Trace TV. They used to play Taylor Swift music, and then. They used to play Blank Space, Wilder Streams, and all that. And then now when she's re-recording her, her, her albums, and then you remember, yeah, I used to grow up listening to this. And yeah. then you just relate. She just speaks to you. It's like, I might not, this might have not happened to me, but I know it's going to happen to me. It's wow. like that type of thing. Like, you just feel, yo, I don't know how to explain my love for Taylor Swift. It's just that you just feel like she's speaking to you. Mm. Like she sees you when no one else is seeing you, but she sees you and she knows you and you're not alone in whatever situation you are in. So the acknowledgement of the, the yeah. musician yeah. themselves. Yeah. I think that that's probably how it works with most music. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I'm personally, I don't understand that so much because the kind of music I listen to does not relate to my life. But I, there was this one song mm. that I did listen to her quite a lot i think it was called lover yeah lover um yeah which is weird because like i I said i don't listen to romance or don't watch yeah. romance you, you see it she just yo, she it just, was a cute song yeah. is what i'll say and that was very uncomfortable 
Say, you see, I told you, she just does this thing where even if you haven't experienced that love and you want to experience it, and then you're looking forward to experiencing it and you want it, it's like you have this vision of this fairy tale in your head and then she just puts it on pen and paper and then you can listen to it and then you just write. Yo. So you just like zone out and, yeah. and listen and yeah. think and yeah. see. I, I think I spend like... One hour a day, two hours a day, just listening to her. That's an investment. Kumbo. It's not an investment. It's That's just my time. And it, wow, you it's, have a lot of investing time into. Yeah, dreaming. one hour a day. What would I? Yeah, I'd rather be listening to Taylor Swift than anyone wow. else. And so you know her 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 beginnings as a country music singer. Mm. Uh, do you like that kind of music? Is that something you prefer? Yeah, because was I, it just specifically her that the way that she does things is that what you appreciate? She, I think, um, she's um versatile. Oh, I see. Yeah, so it does not matter even if she can, because all her albums are different. Mm. They're very different. Reputation has got a bit of like where she's speaking and it's like rap, but it's not oh, rap where she's it's speaking. Like spoken word. Yeah, and then and then you listen to Evermore and then she's just like pouring her heart out and then she's just telling a story of, yeah. some, you know, because, yeah. So have you sort of grown up with her? Yeah. And then she now is she's re-recording her albums because it's now Taylor's version. Because of all all that went through with her label and stuff now she's taking back her rights with oh, the wow. with the albums so she's re-recording them now yeah and then now you're listening to them and you can see that um she's grown yeah. through that person that she was 22 when she was 22 or 24 20 21 19 then you're like okay i'm also growing with her i'm a 20 something year old girl Still in my teens. Still in your Jordan, yeah. Yeah. Still in your Jordan. I am a 20-something. 20-something, yeah. 20-something. Yeah. Um, And maybe I can ask you, do you actually know how old Taylor Swift is? Yeah, she's... I think she's 31. Hectic. Wow. 1989. So she's probably turning 34 this year. Interesting. 1989. That's her album. It's being released October... You're giving Taylor's <laughs> version. <laughs> You're giving shout-outs to her. Yeah. Um, and then maybe can I ask uh, one last question as we wrap things up. Um, do you play an instrument? No. Uh, do you sing? No. Would you ever? No. Play an instrument? No. Never? No. Nothing? Nope. Not even aspiring nope. to? Like None. if you could wake up today with the ability? Nope. Just Mm-mm. just soccer and, and yeah, I just like watching just and I just like listening. I don't like doing the things. You are the epitome of a consumer. Thank you very much. It's not an insult. It's just no. Your... I know. It's okay. a very nice compliment. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> oh my word. <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much, Kumbo. What a pleasure to have you on. I think it was such a lovely thing to to be able to pick at your mind a little bit. Thank you. Can't wait to listen to my voice. Of course, yes. <laughs> so that's all from us. I do hope that you enjoy this and cheers. Toodles. I look to the stars in the night sky and I realize, I realize no matter how dark you're still burning bright. It's gonna be alright, it's gonna be alright There's something amazing about you 
Stay updated, stay entertained with Active FM on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, LinkedIn, Spotify, Anchor, and everywhere else. Engage with us, like posts, comment, share them out, retweet, retweet, and repost. Spread the word. Active FM. Radio has never been better.